0: I feel like every time I look at Facebook, it, it may, maybe we can talk about that.
1: What's that?
0: Facebook makes me sad.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marcus Parks. I'm
0: Jackie Zabrowski, and Facebook makes me sad.
1: Why does Facebook make you sad?
0: You know, I feel like, just like everyone else, it, every time I go on it, I feel like I find myself looking at people that i used to know and just wanting to know where they ended up and what's going on with them and i always compare my life to theirs yeah no matter what you do you know you, you look at their good times you, you look at what they're doing i mean a lot of my friends from back home are the i come from a very like rich area and it i also went to a very intense high school program so a lot of them are doctors at this point Ugh. and or lawyers and they're married and they have kids and it Makes me sad, even though it's not the life that I want.
1: I think we all got that, yeah. yeah. Isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that weird? Isn't that the weird like paradox? Because we're living the lives that we want to live, right? You know, but you do see those, you know, those other people. I know I compare myself to like my brother a lot. You yeah. know, both of my brothers, who are you know successful men with uh, you know kids, good fathers, all of that, and I know I could never live the life that they live. It never, ever, ever. Nor yeah. do I want to, but I still constantly compare myself to them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, I'm just up here doing bullshit comedy stuff. and No, 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 no. And, and But that's the thing. I think those people also compare themselves to us.
0: Well, that's the thing. Exactly. And when you, when you go home, I was just talking about this the other day. When you go home uh, and you see some of your old friends, I don't have that many friends that I still talk to back home. But when I do, they're just like, "Oh, you're living the life up there. Mm-hmm. You're doing what you want to do." And it's like, but I'm not happy. <laughs> None of us are happy.
1: No, that's why we do this. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but they're they're all just like making a bunch of money. Mm. They go to Costa Rica whenever they fucking want. Yeah, you know, I and it's it's so weirdy. I just feel like every time I go on Facebook, well, why? I don't want to know. Nah. I think that I, I need we to stop. We were all
1: a lot happier before we knew. Because before, you would feel bad about this shit like once every five years. Exactly. You'd go to your high school reunion or something like that, and you'd be like, ah, yeah, you know, like I guess I'm, you know, these people are doing really fucking well. You know, I'm still doing my thing. And then you'd forget about it. Right. Now you're faced with it every fucking day.
0: Every day. Yeah. And And everyone, they're just billions of people that do that every day yeah why are we doing this to ourselves <laughs> and then i find myself it's like i'm not in a relationship on facebook i have gone through a breakup on facebook before yeah so I know if, I. yeah uh, and it's just i got condolence emails uh, i got people being like oh fuck you you know <laughs> and, and it's just it's just all so public but then i think about like oh I want to put my wedding picture someday on Facebook <laughs> because I'm looking at all these other people getting married and I'm just like, why do I think that? Why do I want to make some shlomo that I knew 15 years ago <laughs> feel bad about themselves? Because isn't no. that what it is? Or it's just showboating.
1: It's showboating.
0: And I want to showboat something. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to showboat. I have nothing to
1: showboat. See, I don't know. I show. I showboat. My thing that I showboat is the cowmen.
0: The, Cow- the, the cowmen, yeah, the band
1: that the, 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 me and Duggar, that I showboat that like Saturday, for that like Sunday we had the best show ever,
0: and I'm gonna the go ahead and say that I had crazy awesome sex all night long following that show. S- so did I. So- I had to. <laughs> it was such a good show that it was just like every time the cowmen have a great show, man. I oh, yeah. feel it in the morning. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we both woke up and and Akita went. Mm. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) and I I was like yeah yeah it was one of those I felt
0: dirty because I had to be at work at 7 o'clock the next morning and I didn't shower Mm -hmm. and it was like I felt the sex on me (laughs) but that's great like that's what we should be showboating you know and I just I, I feel like Facebook it needs to go away <laughs> I'm, I want to say That I want To take myself off But I can't Because yeah. we use it As a, a way to publicize And, and I don't use it For anything else So why do I find myself Looking at pictures Of people I haven't seen In 15 years
1: I ta- have tailored My Facebook To people Who I know Will either Like people who Just live Like entertaining lives Yeah And just write Like entertain. Like they have Like a, a life I might even Not know them that well It's just like You know like your life is is entertaining and interesting so I want to know what's going on with you Uh, comedians who I enjoy that like are really funny on Twitter and friends of mine that uh, like post funny shit, like post funny pictures or videos or something like that. Everyone else I've completely hidden from my feed. I
0: should probably do that. You should
1: do that. It really makes it a much, much more enjoyable experience. In fact,
0: yesterday I I found myself looking up this girl that I used to make fun of because she she was chubby. I'm chubby, that's not why I made fun of her. Terrible face (laughs) and she was really boring. And so we used to make fun of her, and of course now I feel so bad about it. And I looked her up, I'm like, man, I hope she's doing really well. And she's not. (laughs) And she's doing so bad. And I just, like, it just, exactly, and I laughed about it. And then I was like why am I making myself feel better? What do I have to do? Why do I have to do this? She still looks bad. Her life still looks boring. And it made me feel good. Where do I get off feeling good? (laughs) Because she's not doing well. I mean, she's fine. She doesn't know any better. Yeah, You know, but I think that we all do that. Mm -hmm. Or looking at someone's wedding and being like, Oh, too fat for that dress, <laughs> <laughs> which is another thing that I did yesterday. <laughs> because I knew this girl that got married in Cinderella's castle. Yeah, she was one of those people. that... Oh,
1: in Disney World.
0: In in yes, Ugh. in Disney World. She was one of those people that was bred to be married, and she had the whole court all dressed like she was. What cin- a waste like she of had fucking money. The Cinderella dress replicated, and meanwhile, it was probably. It, it was four sizes too small on I was her. about
1: to say, let me guess your, fir- your first thought. She, ooh, she fat. She fat.
0: <laughs> 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 Girls unhappy, she fat. <laughs> and it, made, it was like, I ain't going to look that bad in my wedding dress. <laughs> thought that to myself. But I will. <sighs> I'll look just as bad. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, That's I- why you don't showboat.
1: See, I used to have uh, my my bad habit that I used to have on uh, on Facebook was looking up ex girlfriends. Ooh, Because I'm, the, uh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> I'm Facebook on I'm Facebook friends with a lot of ex girlfriends, oh, yeah. and and even like a couple of them listen to this show. <laughs> uh, it, whoa! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. I uh, just kind of like looked up like wondering like, you know, how are they looking these days or how are they doing? Because there there's very few it's girls. It's more how are they looking. It's Let's be real it's absolutely here. It's how they're looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to see, you know, yeah. just to. And it's mostly all, almost all girls from like either like high school or college. Like, just to check it out. And you know what? Most of them are still doing pretty fucking good.
0: And that's nice. Yeah. But you don't feel any solace in it.
1: No, none whatsoever. (laughs) In fact, there's like one that made me feel, that actually made me feel bad. Yeah. Because I was dating this girl in college, I, I think it was... God, it was like one summer in like 2004 or something like that. Uh, and she's like this stinky hot blonde girl, like, so, and like super cool and all of that. And so I felt like she was like at the time, like the hottest girl I'd ever been able to snag. Yeah. And so I like felt like head over heels and she was playing hard to get the whole time. Uh, and then she ended up getting with her ex boy or getting with this British dude that she had met in Vegas. Uh, like and and just sort of, and just telling and you know just saying like yeah, you know i'm i'm gonna go with him. And then I'm, and so I was like just devastated. I was like driving home in my car. I was like fucking crying. Yeah. And there was, and the worst part was like this fucking car full of metal kids pulled up right next to me, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I look over at him. They'll go like,
0: <laughs>
1: oh god, oh
0: fucking oh. pussy. <laughs> People are the worst. And I never
1: cried in public again. Ever again. Never ever ever again. Uh, and, I don't know. I, and then uh, I found out that she uh, married him.
0: On Facebook
1: Oh god Yeah I found out She married him Like a couple years later And it was just Kind of this weird Little like twist In my heart Like something that I'd of course Gotten over like Years and years ago Doesn't matter But it was still Like a little like
0: (laughs) Yeah Like of course You fucking did You cunt (laughs) That's another thing though Is crying in public In New York I feel like is is one of the best parts about living here.
1: Yeah, because you can cry in public and no one's going to bother you.
0: No one bothers you, and I feel like people, if they do catch your eye, give you the, like, I've been there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You always give them just like, um, yeah, sorry. Wait.
0: I'll never, like when I was a nanny, and that was when... um when oh, I was going through like a manic phase in my mm-hmm. life and I was in the middle of work and I just dropped off the kids at school and I was walking back to the apartment and I was just openly sobbing <laughs> and this man comes up to me and he was just like, like you too pretty to cry. Oh, don't worry about it. And like gave me a pat on the back and then walked away. And I, of course that made me just cry even more. Well, of course. But I was just like nowhere. I feel like there are very few places in the world that, uh, I think we've talked about this before where New mm-hmm. York is sometimes the most homey nest of a place when other times it could be just the worst manic place. Yeah. But th- there's like that man meant so much to me that day. Mm-hmm. And I've just And I'm sure he go- forgot
1: about it 10 minutes later.
0: Exactly. And yeah. I've never done that. I've never gone up to someone crying. For in fact, usually I'm the one that's like it sucks, <laughs> oh man! But uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta get it
1: out. You know, that's the thing about manic phases that I think a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that manic phases are you're all smiles and you're just like going out and having a good time. And you're having a good time the entire time. It's like no, a manic phase is horrible. Yes. It's worse. I think it, manic phases are worse than depression. The depressive phases, by far.
0: It's uh, because they're terrifying.
1: Absolutely terrifying. Because you
0: don't understand. Also, all your friends don't understand either
1: no because most of your friends just see you out you know when you're out like hanging out or going to a party or something like that like you're they don't see the shit underneath they don't see what's happening like in your brain uh and like i went through uh i just like kind of realized this recently uh, thinking about like my patterns over the last two years, yeah. Uh, like I realized that I went through a huge manic phase from about I would say October of last year until May. Like, really? Yeah, just like full on manic the entire time, just being a horrible person, not caring about anybody. Or anything, just yeah. not not caring. And I was also here. I was working during that time. Like I was working seven days a week for like a few months. So
0: when you have no time to think or listen to yourself at all, mm-hmm. you have no idea,
1: no clue. Yeah. I, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I didn't find out until uh, fairly recently. Like what, I, how much I hurt people during that time. Yeah, that's and the I, and worst. And at the time, I didn't even I didn't even think about it. It would, it just went completely past me. Because uh, you don't, you don't think about anything. You don't stop to think about anything. No, you just go, and it's just like get to the next day, get to the next day, get to the next day. And about it was around like late April. That's when I finally crashed, and that, and then early May was when I went into therapy. Exactly, and yeah. that has been invaluable. Since that has been, uh, I mean, that's what has you know. There's there's been two things that have saved me: therapy and Nikita. Like that's what saved me in the last, you know, since like May or I would say really like since about June.
0: But also you can never, you can never really say that a person ever saves you just because you can't give that much. Mm. You deserve, you did it. Yeah. You got yourself out of that and, that's, and that is what is so important Because if things ever change Or anything like that You can't give her As much as you love her And mm-hmm. I love her too yeah. You can't give her that much power
1: You know I would say Okay let me rephrase it then I would say uh, that our relationship Was There you go Yeah Yeah. that's at the end That was the first thing And how you changed
0: too Because you changed so drastically Since you've been with her Yeah Especially in that time period Because I remember I remember talking to you And not knowing how to help
1: Yeah And no one could you know, like, I, you have to help yourself. Exactly. And all that type of stuff. Like, you have and to. And know help, you're strong enough. Yeah, and absolutely know you're strong enough. And, you know, actually, like, what were you saying, like, as another person? That's a burden to put on them. Right. Like, Exa- a, it's, that it's is a burden exactly. to put on them. It's that's like what you saying. have to sa- you have to save me. Right. You know. When you're
0: giving them that much power, I don't mean that in such a negative way. of, no. say, But it's more of like a, you know, they helped you change. They helped you find things in yourself. But you can never say that someone else made such a significant impact. Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes they, but but it's because of you, it's because of your strength. It has nothing to do, like they definitely help change your environment and change the way you think about things, but it is too much of a burden to bear on someone to say, you did it. Yeah. It's the same exact way if it's in a negative way too. When you say, you made me this way, you're the one that made me feel this and do these things. No, they didn't. No. You chose it. You're a human being, and you were the one that picked yourself up and got yourself out of it. Oh, thank you. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I
1: had a lot of help, a ton of help, and I could not have done it alone. Uh, But yeah, it's been, life is, right now, like life compared to like a year ago, it's a completely different, even though I'm doing a lot of the same things, you know, like a year ago, I was... uh, you know, so record in the studio, but also a year ago, I was also washing dishes five days a week and working here two days a week. Exactly, it's you also, it's
0: your perspective. Yeah, you know, it, it's just how you look at life. It, it, you could do the same thing forever, but your perspective is always changing, mm-hmm. and that is what you have to keep control of. And remind yourself every day that you know you choose it. Yeah. You choose how you look at life. Even though, you know, mental illnesses, definitely there are some days when I feel like I'm out of control. Yeah. But you have to sit down and tell yourself, I control this, you know? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs>
1: it. <laughs> yeah. And there's always people, you know, and it doesn't have to be like a significant other. Like my, the, who helped me out of uh, my, like first, my very first, like big nervous breakdown was, I'd say it was, it was three people that helped me the most was my um, my parents. For one, yeah, uh, they were the ones that pulled me out. But the person who got me through it uh, was uh, my friend uh, Robert, who runs the comic book store in uh, in Lubbock, Starbucks and Comics. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, uh, and I worked there for like a year, and he was the one who kept me on track and would say, like, would give me like no nonsense advice, like you need to f- fucking shape up. You know, like, you need to do this right, and I believe in you, and I and you can do this. Without him, I would not be anywhere near where I am today. That's awesome. So thank you, Robert. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't I I think, he, I think he listens. I think you listen, Robert. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Well, I uh, feel
0: like I, I had that with um, Murder Fist. Yeah. You know, the, this, the sketch group, you know, my, my family here found me when I went to college. They were the ones that have guided me through so much. And then when I had my last huge manic phase they literally which we're all fucked up we Mm -hmm. all have our own problems but they actually sat me down and told me that I was hurting myself and I was hurting others yeah and that they were actually stepped in and you just have to be so thankful yeah and that if you don't have someone in your life like that doesn't mean you can't do it that you can still figure it out and you can still work your way through it but if you have anyone that you can talk to or anyone that is willing to tell you the truth about what you're doing
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's just you can't thank them enough yeah you know
1: yeah and you also but yeah yeah absolutely and I fucking love that man it's so important to have people but you know it's uh sometimes you don't have anyone to talk to or yeah. feel like you don't have anyone to talk to so and that kind of brings us to uh to our letter today yeah yeah so what are, what are we going to call this gal she's from Italy by the way
0: Ooh, let's call her uh Giovanna.
1: Giovanna. Hello, hello, Giovanna. Giovanna. All right, this is from uh, Giovanna. Yesterday I had my first panic attack Ooh. I wasn't familiar with, these anxio- with this anxious condition Since I started following the experiences Of Sarah and Marcus on the podcast I think that if I didn't know anything about it I could have been much more scared than I was In this awful ten minutes I had English is not her first language So there might be some typos here
0: Man she's so much better at English Than I could probably even ever be <laughs> She is better at
1: English than most English speakers <laughs> yes. Like most emails from Like comedians oh, Supposedly yeah. smart people no
0: grammar No god no no
1: grammar whatsoever (laughs) punk no punctuation (laughs) no uh, no capitalization they're just i mean seriously fellas how hard is it to press shift yeah
0: just capitalize it makes you look so
1: (laughs) much smarter capitalize the i capitalize the first beginning of a sentence it's great Uh, also people's uh, people and places just capitalize it it's very easy
0: you don't always have to capitalize god (laughs) Um, I find myself struggling with that Every once in a while Me too I feel like I should capitalize it I'm like I don't fucking know (laughs) (laughs) Lowercase In fact it always uh, Autocorrects it On my text Sometimes I go back And I make it a lowercase
1: (laughs) <laughs> Continuing I experienced some symptoms such as l- Numb left wrist, nausea, shaky legs Accelerated heartbeat, hyperventilation Fear of dying and the feeling that I wasn't able to control Any of these things Which was the most terrifying one Hopefully my mom so- or, uh, Thankfully my mom soon came home from work She's a nurse Thankfully enough And she made me lie down on the bed with the legs lifted up I started crying a river After she calmed me down I went to bed and cried again you have you have a lot more experience with panic attacks than I do.
0: Oh my god I, I I completely understand. I'm so happy that you had listened to the podcast and knew what it was because for years I had absolutely no idea what it was. Oof. And my problem is that I always got panic attacks in the middle of the night. And that part of the, my problem is I have a lot of trouble sleeping. And so I would just wake up with absolutely no air thinking that I was dying
1: in the oh, middle of the night. that's terrifying. And then,
0: I- exactly, it's the feeling of helplessness. Sometimes my arms would go dead, which is usually what would happen, and mm-hmm. so I couldn't move. I couldn't sit up or anything, and I would just cool. be paralyzed in bed thinking that I was about to die. And it is completely stress-related. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They, they, there are a lot of techniques that you can do to help yourself before you go to bed, especially when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's breathing, always breathe very deep before you go to bed and think about your day and put it to rest. Yeah. That is something that I've had a therapist tell me. It's so hard to do. It's so hard to do. But a lot of the times panic attacks, at least my panic attacks were driven by, I couldn't fall asleep because I had all these things on my mind. Mm -hmm. And you can't just push them aside and just fall asleep. That's not how it works because your brain is still working while you're asleep. And you need to acknowledge it before you go to bed, making lists of the things that you need to get done or just writing down, I think that a bedside journal is what saved my life when it came to panic attacks. Mm -hmm. I would wake up I oh, mean, I would have a panic attack and then once it started to subside and I would stop crying because you would just cry because it's completely, you lose all control. Yeah. And then I would sit and I would write down what was upsetting me. Everything. Write it all out. Every little like, and then once you start to write, it just pours out of you and then you start thinking about things where you're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize I was thinking about that.
1: Yeah. Journals are one of the most helpful things you can do if you have any kind of like mental illness whatsoever
0: it's it it really did and i mean there are drugs you can take and things like that i've never found a lot of help with that unfortunately i think that a lot of people do Mm -hmm. and that if you talk to a therapist or um, a psychologist they could give you something to help you with it but for the most part it really is just completely anxiety driven Mm -hmm. well it's
1: well, Oh no, was just
0: saying and just acknowledging the fact of exactly what it is and writing everything down. In this age of such like technological dependence, I feel like people forget that typing something up is not the same as writing it down.
1: Fuck, no. Not Got to get it all. out. Yeah. And it,
0: in fact, sometimes I go back and I look at my journals from the middle of the night and it's just huge scribbles, I mm-hmm. mean, because my problem is is anger so i would just get so angry that i would just write it write it write it and just like rip through pages Mm -hmm. and then i it was so weird though so cathartic that you literally i would just roll over and go right to bed
1: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. no it's well let's let's get to like and now let's get to why this girl's having panic attacks these awful experiences uh, were often caused by stress. I'm now preparing my graduation project, and I have a horrible fear that I can't complete it before the deadline. That's because I wasn't able to take uh, take charge of this project seriously and work on it regularly and independently like all the other adults do in normal life. I have so, much, so many ideas and creative projects like this one I'd like to do uh, to express myself, but the fear of... Uh, uh, fear of failing and laziness, facebook addiction TV films made me lose much of my precious time. also, I feel like I can work only when i 'm told to by uh, someone like a boss or professor. Therefore, I have fear to not accomplish anything independently in my life uh, if i 'm doing alone to do it, uh, for example, as a freelancer i don 't have much uh, well let 's uh, let 's stop there uh, for a second and address i guess like how to I've struggled with this exact same problem uh, I so think, much. I,
0: I think that everyone our age has. Yeah. It, th- that is something that you are not alone in feeling that way, especially being self-motivated. It, it is something. God, that, we're lazy. Yeah, we're so lazy. <laughs> yeah, everyone has to be told to do what they need uh, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is always something over you. Be, whether it be bills mm-hmm. whether you know it's like there are a lot of things that make you do what you need to do,
1: yeah, absolutely, and, and it's taken wait,
0: yeah years God it's <laughs> taken me
1: years to where I could finally get to the point where now like I was motivated to do all the stuff that that I'm doing now. Uh, and not have anyone telling me, you need to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this. Uh, it took me years where I didn't just waste all my time. Right. You know, and spend all day fucking around and then I get to the end of the day, I'm like, oh shit, I had eight things to do today and I did three of them. Exactly. And they were the three easiest things and those three things took about 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and it's
0: weirdly, it's just a part of growing up. I too. think so.
1: It's part of, It's part of like getting that, you know, like... Grabbing a hold of responsibility and realizing that uh, without that you're not going to be shit. Right. Like you're, you're just not. You're just not going to do anything of worth. Uh, and it sounds like you know this girl Giovanni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like she wants to accomplish something. Like she's got ideas. You she's already got are there. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Like that's awesome. The fact that you're already thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I find myself I also again struggle with that every time I have writing meetings to go to and things like that you never want to do it I don't want to go but then I I don't know if you've done this in a while maybe after your project if you sit for five days and you don't do anything (laughs) you realize how ridiculously self-motivated you are yeah I just went through a really bad sickness last week and I was out on my ass for five days and at the end of that five days I was just like I have all these ideas like I need to get this stuff done I have things to do I I am ready now and I jump back into everything with such a fervor that it is it's very hard to ask for something like that it's very rare that you can get five days to just sit and think about all of the things that you're not getting done in your life but man does it jumpstart you yeah and it's also you know moving out of your parents house when you when you get that net out from under you you figure it out. You have to. You will fly. You you have to, exactly. Or what are you going to do? What are you going to do with your every day? I know so many people that go home after work and they watch TV and then they go to bed. Mm-hmm. And they go to their day job and they watch TV and they go to bed. And that's great for them. There's Man, I wish I could. I wish sometimes.
1: God, if I was satisfied with that, <laughs> I, if that was just like my thing that I did, just go to work... You know, come home, watch TV, you know, just fucking hang out, you know, go to bed, you know, put a pump of, a couple of pumps into the wife before yeah. you pass out, <laughs> and, <laughs> and just wake up, and do it again,
0: and if you're doing what you love, that's awesome, but a lot of people don't have that <laughs> satisfaction, yeah to, to to actually make money doing the things that they love. So if you have a day job and you said you have all these creative projects, that is what drives you is when you're at your work and you hate it, mm-hmm. and it makes you want to be dead, that <laughs> you will leave. And instead of turning that into, well, I guess I'll watch TV and go to bed, it turns into, okay, let's have a meeting. Okay, yeah. let me start writing. Okay, let me do whatever it is that you want to do.
1: Yeah, I find that idleness is the biggest motiva- motivator. It really is. Yeah, it's like being, un- like there for me, there is no worse thing than being un- unemployed. Unemployed yeah. is,
0: Ugh. I... I know, I just know so many comedians, especially, that ride on unemployment, and I don't know how they do it.
1: I don't know either, man. Like, they don't start doing anything until, like, six.
0: I mean, it is good because they are still... Hitting open mics, they're still yeah. doing things. and again, they're not still they're not doing anything and
1: shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still working.
0: But I need to hate something every day <laughs> until the day that I can do what I love and get paid to do it.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And I think that anyone can do that. I think it, you motivate yourself. That is all in you, and mm-hmm. you know you can do it.
1: And some people have to work harder than others, right? Like I, I do believe that I have to work harder than others because I'm not that bright like I'm b- what are you talking about <laughs> well no I work my ass off to like because I I believe that I'm like you know I think that I'm about four years behind what a person my age should be as far as uh, developmentally uh and intellectually I'm I'm behind I think because of uh where I grew up yeah you know like and where I where I went to school in my education or lack thereof like i like I have to work at this. But that only makes you
0: even more smarter in, in the end.
1: Well, I suppose so, but it, it, it's like it's something that I I also I said put.
0: more smarter, <laughs> so that shows how smart I am.
1: Yeah, and it, it, uh, it just seems it's some people you do have to work at it harder. Some people it comes to them so fast. So easily. You know, I can, and I can use a, a very good example here in, like, I guess, like the New York comedy world and somebody that you know our listeners probably know who they are just from his show on here, Michael Che.
0: Oh yeah, Michael oh, Che. So easy, but
1: so easy. Nine months in, yeah. That fi- like I saw him nine months in, and I was like, he's going to be famous. Two years in, he's on David Letterman, right? And I know people that have been in comedy uh, that, ch- and I know some people who were in comedy ten years before they got on TV. Uh, and some people you just some people just have to work harder
0: and also some like with at least in Michael Che's world too it's that a lot of comedians are assholes <laughs> and Michael Che is one of the nicest people I've ever met <laughs> without a doubt you <laughs> know, one of the nicest like, guys I've also, ever met also there's something about like the same with you Marcus where it's like I know that you have to work at it, but your amiable personality is part of what makes you do so well. Well, thank you. Because you're great, and being so nice easy to work with. Being nice works. It really does.
1: It's, <laughs> it's want, weird. It if really you does. Want to get a headline? Like you know the. I think the the. Uh, uh, the uh, what is it? The saying "nice guys finish last." That may have been true before, and I think it maybe mi- when
0: it comes to like hot girls, like yeah. really <laughs> hot stupid girls, sure.
1: And I think it also it it works in a in like say investment banking. Yeah. Yes, if you're in like right. a high fat like high stock paced broker, yeah. yeah, high paced corporate world, yes, then it does. It is very difficult to be a nice guy and to still get there. If you're in a creative position of any kind. Be nice. Be nice. Be so nice. <laughs> you have
0: to be nice because
1: people will want to work with you, and you'll end up working with great people.
0: And it doesn't matter how good you are; people will deal with it for a while. If you're an asshole, you are like, "Oh, but he's so great," and eventually they fucking won't anymore, yeah. and they won't recommend you to anyone.
1: There's certain people that I I refuse that I know are very, uh, very talented, and I could work with them. I don't do don't it. Want I, re- to. I refuse to do it anymore. I'm like, I no, I'm not gonna work with that guy. And, you know, and if people ask me, it's like, hey, what's it like to work with that guy? I'm not going to talk shit and I'm not going to say, like, don't ever work with him. I'm no. just going to go like, well, I don't work with him anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> i say he's and not the sa- easiest to work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And say so, I'm not going to fucking throw anybody under no. the bus. But, you know, just like, hey, yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go uh, see what this girl has as far as, like, uh, she goes on, talk about, like, what how how her family situation is i don't have many affections around me i love the way she talks by the I way know. i know
0: <laughs> i know i loved her emails so much i don't
1: have much affections around uh, me. oh giovanni
0: i'm just uh, giovanni i i just i feel like Giovanna Giovanni is a man oh that's right Giovanna (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: I mean in my head you're one of the most sexual beings of
1: all time
0: so (laughs) it makes me nice to know that not only trolls like us have
1: problems (laughs) (laughs) she says I can't communicate at all with my mother and brothers my father died two years ago he was a role model for me and all my college friends are now far away I spend almost every moment of my uh, home time on Facebook trying to replace this affection Get off of
0: Facebook by being
1: online and somehow, quote, connected indirectly with as many people as possible. Well, there's your problem.
0: That is, I mean, that's why I started talking about this up top. Yeah. It's, it's just like that, it's that, you compare yourself to, and, you know... It, I'm sorry about your father and like also you said you have brothers too, so that's mm-hmm. hard. It's very hard to communicate with brothers. I understand. Yeah. I have one myself. Um even though we're so close, it's so hard to actually communicate with him. S-
1: some things you just don't really feel all that comfortable talking about. Right. You know? Like I'm very close, to like some female cousins and they're definitely things and we're cousins. There's still yeah. things So like we're just like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. It. No.
0: But even though your college friends are far away get on the phone
1: phone you know i no facebook m-
0: my best friend in the entire world i don't have any real female friends i have one and she is in aspen right now and i talk to her constantly and i'll just call her and cry to her on the phone because mm-hmm. i can't cry i have all male friends <laughs> i completely understand <laughs> i have no one i can uh, except for marcus yeah. <laughs> i have marcus well oh, it, i'm halfway there yeah <laughs> 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 you know it's like you call somebody it's it, i I also... I can't really talk to my mom about everything. I, I talk to her a good amount, but, um, you know, she's an Italian New York mother. Mm. There's only so many things I can say before she starts to judge me and tell me all the things I'm doing wrong. So it, just call anyone or see a therapist. You know, it's like... Yeah. That, it, finding someone that is unbiased or, weirdly enough, I find a lot of solace in talking to my coworkers. If mm. he, I know that you said that you're working on projects, so, so maybe... In graduate pro- projects, so you're in school, find someone that you don't know that well. I know that sounds so silly, but you can just find so many answers in someone that, like, you don't know if maybe they've gone through something like that with mm-hmm. you, too. Yeah, not with you, but have gone through something like that.
1: You know, my, my question is that I don't really know how Italians view mental health. Because yeah. I know certain European, like I know in England, it's very, sh- it's a shunnable. It's, hush, hush, it's a yeah. h- it's hush, hush, shunnable. It's like people are like, nah, I'm fine. No, she's just high spirited. Like, <laughs> oh, what about those three months that she spent in uh, bed? <laughs> ah, she's fine. <laughs> well, you know, you'd be tired too if you spent three months being so high spirited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think that everything that Giovanna though is going through is so... Normal, it sounds like you have so much stress. And like I said, and you're living with your mom, not that that's a bad thing at all. I mean, Mm -hmm. I lived with my parents for a while. It's just, that that is such an added stress to your life. Even something that you don't notice, even if you have a, I have a great relationship with my parents, but it is still something that bears down upon you that it's so weirdly controlling, even Mm. though it doesn't matter how free they are with you. And you feel like that you can't talk to anyone. You feel like you're in a cage.
1: Yeah. And this is what d- and this is what she says is their biggest problem. She says, uh, the fear of disappointing my family, friends, and other people around me is what made me cry so much. I feel like just ending the life that will be an escape to the shame of not making it in the work and in work and professional life. I understand that urge. Completely. Yeah. I the, <laughs> yeah, completely I t- understand. So, especially people that, you know, work in entertainment is like that's the that's the things just like you just have such a fear that you will be the failure.
0: Well, exa- and I have that also cause my older brother is doing so well and there, my parents are extremely supportive of his lifestyle. They, they always knew that he was going to do this. And then there is me who they fully believe, even though they never say it, that I am just doing it because he does it yeah. that I'm so old that I'm just like, I should just give up on it. Because I should so old. stop. Well, that uh, that, I'm like old. that I'm too <laughs> old. They said that I'm too old. I'm too old to be following in his footsteps. Oh uh, yeah. And that my parents always saw me as the one that was going to be a doctor. Yeah. They always thought that because I, I was more I was more book smart than Henry was. So I completely understand. Oh, Henry's that. an idiot. He, <laughs> no, he's really, he is very, I know, he's one yeah, of those, yeah. like, stupid, smart people, <laughs> yeah, 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 but know. he you never tried. Is,
1: all you gotta do is listen to the last podcast to know <laughs> that he is a very intelligent guy. He just is only interested in the things that, and yeah, he, he's only smart That's why smart he never did well, that well that in school, is yeah. because
0: if he's not interested, then he didn't try, but he's yeah. very smart. So, I understand that, but then at the end of the day, it's one of those things that I've also dealt with, is saying, fuck everybody else.
1: hmm yeah, it's Think what about it. it.
0: Is this what you want to do? Is this what you, is going to make you happy every day for the rest of your life? Then do it. Yeah. If there's any way to try to do it, Try it. You have to do it. Because one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be married with kids. And you're going to be 45 years old. And you're going to fucking hate yourself. (laughs) And that is what I tell myself (laughs) every day. Because I think I'm like, I'm good. I could be a mother. I'm ready for that. No. I will resent them. And I will resent everyone else (laughs) in my life. You've got to do what you need to do. Fuck your family. Do as much as you can. Of course, I say fuck your family like I do that. No. I do everything in my power to make them love me and support what I'm doing. But
1: <laughs> I think what you mean more is like fuck your family's expectations exactly. of you. You know, it's like their expectations are not they're not living your life and they never will live your life.
0: And, and, and that is something I feel that is important to remind them that yeah. they cannot live through you and, and that if, you need to do what you need to do.
1: And if they're proud of you for doing something that you hate, then you are going to hate them yeah like you're gonna you're you're gonna hate them and resent them uh and and just ask like why would you want the why would you want me to be unhappy like that's one of the great things about you know i know like my family is that i almost i hit like the five-year mark in newark about a year ago and i was tired like i was so tired and just struggling i had been in the middle of your manic yeah in the middle of the manic phase yeah yeah uh Actually, it was right before the manic phase Oof. hit. Like, it was right before that. Spinoff <clears> of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was so tired. And uh, I called. And a friend of mine from college had just moved back to Lubbock uh, and was uh, starting a business there and wanted me to be a part of it. Uh, so I had something to go back to. It wasn't just. You oh, know. I
0: remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. you talking about moving back to Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. In my yeah. head, I was like.
1: Don't let him do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, no, it was probably more, it was more around like June because it was right when we first started working together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I, yeah, and I had a a reason to go back. And then I called my brother and I talked to him about it. And I was like, don't tell anybody else in the family. Don't tell, don't tell mom and dad. Don't tell Thomas just like this is between you and me. And I told him everything and, and he, he said, don't do it and he said as much as you as much as we miss you and as much as we'd love to have you back i know that you would be miserable here and we don't want you to be miserable we want you to be happy and we know you're happy up there yeah. so stay and keep trying
0: exactly and, and there is and it's will, working exactly <laughs> that's the thing you were such a such a role model for stories of he is a lazy fuck. I know it. <laughs> I know that Marcus is lazy as shit. But he is working every second because when you know that if I don't do this, mm-hmm. I will be nothing. Yeah, nothing. And that is what motivates you. It doesn't matter how lazy you think that you are. You will motivate yourself when it comes down to the line of, am I going to live in my parents' house for the rest of my life? Yeah. Which is what my older sister has done. Yeah. And as someone that, you know, you can totally do this. And you think that, I know Giovanna said (laughs) that um, she was worried about her friends saying that she was overreacting about everything. Yeah. You're not overreacting about
1: anything. Not at all. It is,
0: I feel like, you know, I've talked to my mom and and one of the best conversations I ever have with my mom, she told me, that uh, if someone offered me $10 million to go back to my early 20s, I wouldn't take it. No. Because your 20s are the time when you have meltdowns, (laughs) when you don't know what you're doing.
1: Constant meltdowns. And not saying you don't
0: have meltdowns in your 30s, but you have meltdowns about different things. I feel like this is the time in your life when you're just like, Nets gone, and you're just like, what am I doing? I don't know. I can't do this. I can't do this. But you have to. Yeah. You have to do it, and you can. That's the best part.
1: Yeah, my meltdowns are so, so much smaller than they were when I was 21, 22. I can't
0: wait to get to my 30s. It's pretty sweet.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, uh, she's talking about, you know, her, a lot of her um, – a lot of her, uh, I guess, stress is academic, and my uh, biggest experience in panic attacks were from college. Like specifically, oh my, God, my last my last semester in college, like right after like February when the shit hit the fan, uh, I had to take Xanax three times a day just to function, just, just to just to like just to go to class and just stare ahead and barely make it. I barely made it, but goddamn it, I'd be goddamned if I was spending another fucking (laughs) second in Lubbock, Texas than I had to. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) I was gonna do... I like a lean tone. (laughs)
0: I'm sorry, that was the same as yesterday. It's
1: uh, (laughs) Ah, it's fine. Uh, But I was gonna do whatever I had to do to get the fuck out of there. And it sounds like that's what this girl needs to do. I think what she needs is she needs a fucking goal.
0: Hell yeah. Like,
1: find a goal and, and i
0: know you can make it because it yeah. sounds like you got a bunch of them just go after one of them yeah just try it D- and yeah you can like doesn't work out fuck it throw it in the garbage can try something else
1: exactly but give it your fucking all excuse me <laughs> 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 give it your all and uh don't fuck around with it and know that like all right this is my thing that i'm doing right now and take it all the way to the end take it to as far as you can uh, but I'd say first you know set an attainable goal yeah you know like set something that you can get and that's what I found with myself that really helped me to get out of like my you know kind of laziness and just you know fucking around phase uh, was I set very small goals and it's like very small it's just like all right I just put my head down and did the work just like all right I can accomplish this all right exactly. I got that now I can get this Making right, I got physical that. Now I can lists get this.
0: Exactly Write it out Yeah You know Even if it's the smallest goal of your day You fucking cross that shit off And you're just like Yeah One down mm-hmm. And then you keep going
1: Yeah Keep it small You know And just Just keep it small And have a general idea What direction you want to go in uh, And you'll get there Eventually I mean fuck To wh- where I am now I did not plan this. I had
0: no idea I'd be doing (laughs) what
1: it is that I'm doing now. And I'm only
0: 25. I've got so much more. (laughs) So much more.
1: Yeah. And you are so... Far ahead at 25 than where I was at 25.
0: Doesn't feel like it. (laughs) I will (laughs) tell you that.
1: No, god damn. But it never
0: feels like it. We, you know, when you're looking at it out of your own perspective, it's Mm -hmm. just you. I feel like for the most part, everyone thinks they're failing all the time.
1: I think so. I I absolutely think so.
0: And if you don't feel that way, then you're too content with subsatisfaction. Yeah. You can you know? always
1: be better. No yeah. matter what you do, you can always be better at it. You know, yeah. no one no one is at the top of their you know, people are at the top of their game, but the, there is no ceiling. Exactly. on talent and uh, wh- what you can do with your life. None whatsoever. And you know, maybe you know, and I think if she can, if you can, Giovanna, if you can, like, try to find some sort of therapy. I don't know if there's any kind of like socialized medicine in Italy. What their mental health uh, facilities are like, or what they do. I don't know if you need medication. It doesn't seem no. like she does. Like I don't. Especially think like so. I
0: said with panic attacks, I, I I really think that it is something. That you can learn to control in yourself
1: eventually, yeah, yeah, and I was able to eventually years. learn I still have yeah. them
0: every once in a while, I definitely do, yeah, but it was every night for a few years <sighs> before I even realized it
1: oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no, I, i've had uh, I, I can i i haven 't had that many throughout the years, but there are two in particular that I remember vividly and both of them involve public places and both uh. of them involve bathrooms oh yeah. yeah oh
0: i've definitely had a few panic attacks in the bathroom yeah especially at work that's the worst yeah when you feel like you're in a cage because you can't leave the bathroom
1: Hmm. yeah that's how it was like both times and yeah <laughs> and the other one was on a date Oof, oh my god did you go back to the date yeah, yeah. Well, I had been with her for a year. I was living with her. I had to, of course, I had to go back.
0: Oh, my God. Uh,
1: yeah. No, no, no. It was, It was bad. Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know. And I had no idea what was happening at all. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just absolutely terrible. <sighs> but I got through it. Exactly. And I learned how to deal with it, and I don't have... Many pan- I don't have panic attacks anymore That's awesome I just uh, You know Sometimes I just drink too much coffee And get really jittery <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not about, that bad of a problem <laughs> and That's about as bad as it gets that's As great. far as As far as panic attacks go But there is There is a light At the end of the tunnel There's another side
0: Definitely It yeah. is something that y- You know Talking to yourself That's one of those Communications with you Things You just need to pull away And figure it out Mm -hmm. Because you can In those times When I really worked on it I didn't have a therapist To talk to Yeah And you can do it Mm
1: -hmm. You can
0: definitely do it
1: Absolutely We believe in you Giovanna
0: Giovanna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Well, if you guys have any questions out there, uh, just email us at Radio at com. Please do. Absolutely. We love hearing from you.
0: Yeah, man. We really fucking do. And I hope this helps anybody out there. This helped me. Yeah. I was sad earlier and now I'm feeling much better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel. I feel. Cloud nine-ish. Wow. I hope you guys feel cloud nine-ish too. Well, I've had a very good three days.
0: I know. I know. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Goodbye.